Welcome to the Deep Rooted Podcast. We are your host, Jeff and Rochelle Ferguson. So glad you are joining us for yeah. another edition. So excited about uh, today's podcast. Hey, if you're watching us, whatever medium you're watching us on, I want to encourage you to hey, rate and review on Apple Podcast, share it on Facebook or wherever. And Because uh, I really believe what we've been talking about, and this even today, is going to change some lives. Yeah, absolutely. Um, really excited about it today. Hey, and before we even get started in our topic today, uh, maybe you can tell I'm wearing a deep-rooted uh, t-shirt. They're here. Uh, yeah, they're excited <laughs> to be here. And hey, this week we're going to be giving away one of these t-shirts um, on our deep-rooted Facebook page uh, later in the week. So stay tuned. You There's going to be a contest. And um, and so, yeah, you could be wearing one of these um, beauties. But hey, today uh, I'm excited about our topic. Today we are talking about spiritual abuse. Yeah. You could call it church hurt. Um, <laughs> it can have a couple of different names. There's but a whole you, wide variety of names. And if you've been in the church for a while, uh, you've you may have experienced this, or you've heard of, of instances of spiritual abuse, church hurt, and we're going to be talking about that. I, so. I think it's so huge to talk about it because I think. Almost everyone will experience this, but we often don't talk about it. So I think yeah. it's time to hey, bring it let, in the light. Let's bring it in the light. That's um, where healing is. So, and and yeah. so right off the bat, let's talk about what is spiritual abuse. Yeah, it's really important that we don't label everything spiritual abuse um, <laughs> because it's not. Right. Um, and I think in a culture right now that we have, we find ourselves labeling a whole lot of stuff without the proof of that. And yeah. so we need to make sure um, that we are on target with labeling things. You know, um, being told no is not the same as spiritual abuse. And so we really need to know this so that we can accurately yeah. deal with it. Um, in in any kind of organization, in the church, in a nonprofit, anything, a job, whatever you're, you're, you're around people, um, there are, you know, you have leaders, you have people who are setting vision and people who are carrying out vision. And if somebody says, you know, hey, no, this isn't the time for that ministry or that isn't the time to start this new wing of the corporation, um, it can be tempted to go, I'm being abused. Yeah, yeah. You know, they said, no, no, that's not what it that's is. That's just disagreement. Yes. <laughs> you could even, could it be said, you could even disagree with a leadership uh, style, a style of leader that doesn't mean that style is abusive just because yeah. there's a disagreement. Just because there's, right. you know, God made us each unique. We have different perspectives. That's why the body of Christ needs oh, yeah. everyone to be fully engaged and kind of rowing in the same direction because, uh, wow, there's such potential in that. But uh, the reality is uh, just because not everything is spiritual abuse doesn't mean that spiritual abuse doesn't it's, exist. It's real. It's real. It's demonic. It's not of the kingdom of God um, at all. It's not, um, it's not a part of what God desires. God is not abusive. Uh, Amen. Jesus is not, um, he's not controlling, manipulative. Um, he doesn't want to injure or harm you. Mm -hmm. That's what spiritual abuse is. It's out there to, um, to use God and yeah. um, the church as a way to harm, to hurt, um, to injure somebody else. And that is not of God. And we're that bringing this into the light because there are so many people you're watching and you're saying, man, I feel like. 
I feel like I have yes. been abused spiritually. And so what's and, the... And, and uh, honestly, people have told you to be quiet about it. Mm. You've That's brought a it sign. up. That's a sign yeah, of spiritual You've brought abuse. it up and it's like, don't talk about that. Ooh, okay. Um, you know, no. <laughs> the yeah. only way to real freedom is to bring it out into the light and there is freedom. Now, I don't think we have to sit on things forever. There's forgiveness. Yeah. There's there's moving forward. Uh, but we need to talk about these things. And um, you turn on the news, unfortunately, in, in the church world, and you see extreme levels of spiritual abuse yeah. through um, well-known pastors who abuse their power um, to convince you know, people to lie for them, to convince, uh, you know, I don't even want to go into the whole myriad of that because it's just gross. Uh, but it's not just pastors who can spiritually oh. abuse. Um, it's congregants can abuse pastors. Congregants can abuse one another. Yeah. Husbands and wife can, they can spiritually abuse. I mean, there are people who say, um, you're not going to church in the name of God, or you are going to do this in the name of God. And that's, that's and anytime someone does that. Yeah. So what's the definition? Is there a working definition that we have, um, of, of, of abuse, spiritual abuse? Maybe it's just when someone is trying to control and manipulate yeah. someone is trying to say, like you said, you will, or you won't. That's a sign where someone is trying to use maybe God's word, use uh, their authority to, to say, injure, to injure, to cause you. injury, to cause harm, to cause, um, you know, emotional harm, to yeah. cause, you know, th th those are some things, you know, I mean, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so how do we deal with it? Because this is about freedom. We're doing this because we don't want to just dwell on the abuse, but we want to talk about how do we get out of it um, and how we deal with uh, spiritual abuse. First, understanding that it's covert. It works yeah. in darkness. Yeah, and so I, I think that's the, the the first thing is how do you deal with it? You you bring it out into the light. Yeah, the word is very clear uh, about deeds of darkness. So uh, things that are done in the dark, you know, don't tell anybody about this, or um, we're not going to bring that up. You know, those kind of things. I, I'm alarmed by that. So uh, bringing things into yeah. the light. Um, if you've ever been in a part of church hurt or you feel that you have been spiritually abused, uh, many times people don't want to talk about it because it is uncomfortable. It's it, You feel shame. Yeah. I mean, it's uncomfortable because you think, oh, you know, you go to maybe somebody who's, you know, an authority and you share about that. Uh, you know, you're, will they respond? You know, yeah. will they believe me? That kind of thing. Um, you know, it can be really, uh, it, it can be scary. But I think yeah. the only way for true freedom for for anyone is to bring it out into the light and to talk about it, uh, to to bring it up and to share it, to expose it. Uh, that's what Paul tells us to do: to expose those deeds of darkness, and and then the, then to go to the Word to heal. <laughs> what was the first thing in creation? God said, let there be what? Let there be light. So where there's darkness, we need to shine light on that. I yeah. think that's powerful. A second thing of how to deal with it um, is to understand that even though we may be abused, we still have power, but understand that our words carry weight. Um, the words we use carry weight. They can, they can free people, 
But unfortunately, in the case of what we're talking about today, they can demean people. Yeah. And, can... and that's just, I'm huge. In the kingdom of God, followers of Christ, they understand, especially uh, they, they recognize when they're reading the Bible, when they're saturated in God's word, they understand that words, uh, they do. They have uh, tremendous power. Uh, James tells us to be very careful yes. about how we use our words. Uh, Jesus tells us to be to be careful about what we say, how we use mm-hmm. our words, because words are powerful. Um, and I, I fear that many times we think, oh, well, it's not a big deal, or it wasn't really spiritual abuse because somebody wasn't physically hitting somebody. Mm. But let me tell you, there's incredible abuse that can happen Uh, verbally. I'm reading a book right now um, called Redeeming Power, (laughs) which I think is really huge, just even the title, because uh, power, everybody has power. Everybody. A baby has power (laughs) because they cry in that monitor. You as the parent, you wake up in the middle (laughs) of the night. So they carry power. Everybody has power. Power is not bad. Mm -mm. And that's something that in this we have to understand, too. Just power is not inherently yeah, bad. I think a response that we can have to this is, well, there should be no power. Well, you can't even eradicate power. That's just like innate. Everybody yeah. does have power. I mean, it's like we were just saying a baby has power. Children have power. And my daughter, you know, if she says something, oh, okay, you know, it changes. My, I, I pay attention. So everybody has power, but we can redeem power. How do we use it? Yeah. It's how we use it. What's in our hearts. Yeah. Um, Using power to glorify God, not to control other that's people. That's always good. <laughs> For glorifying God, yeah, that's always not good. Not controlling people and, and not making people do things that, that they don't want to do. Um, you know, how do you use your power to glorify Jesus Christ? Hmm. How do you use your power to build others up? Yeah. Instead of tearing them down. But verbal power, she says, words have the power to build up or tear down a person's sense of self. And she says, uh, verbal power, <laughs> you know, using mm, on the yeah. internet can can create, uh, wow, um, tremendous depression, even suicide with cyberbullying, right things yeah. like that. But she says, words can kill a soul. Wow. And they can seduce, condemn, humiliate or shock the power of words to destroy is seemingly endless Mm. if we don't grasp the reality of verbal abuse we will not recognize the extent of the destruction we will excuse Mm. minimize or distort what is in fact crippling deforming shattering and life destroying it is actually not hard to crush a life by using words their power is staggering and one thing to understand in this is that those who are involved in the spiritual abuse they will often turn the tables against um, those they're trying to abuse and say well no you're you're doing something wrong you talked about it you you preached a message just past sunday on really religion and religion is at the core of this and the following jesus is much better than any religion oh my goodness the following the way of jesus the mob mentality that yeah. can happen. Paul experienced the mob mentality. In Acts 13, yeah. And just go read it throughout Acts, in Acts 13 specifically. But and, you'll see um, the pattern emerge. They'll, they'll, <laughs> yeah. come, they'll come after you. And I tell you what, um, those that are sitting in silence right now, I want to encourage you. You feel like, man, I've just been hurt. I've been abused. Um, go to God first. He's our healer. And um, I, I tell you what, let's shine the light on this. You do not have to be under the this demonic influence. 
Yeah, in, and in and I think you know it may even be that you're not even necessarily dealing with the people who abused you or the person. Um, you know, you can move away, but they can right. still have residence in your thoughts. And so I think. You know, I think there's a couple of things that I just want to say to our listeners. Yeah. Um, number one, what was said to you or done to you or um, whatever spiritual abuse came at you in the name of God, I just want to say, I'm sorry. If anybody yeah. said, you know, mm-hmm. you know, words are not that big of a deal. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Then they don't understand the power of words. Can we retire that statement? Because that, that statement that, is completely false. And if we teach yeah. our kids that, we're not really teaching them truth. Words have tremendous power. The power of life and death is in, in the, the tongue. tongue. And so I want to say, I'm sorry for those words yeah. that were spoken over you. Um, uh, you know, I want to say, go to the scriptures and read what Jesus has to say about you. Yeah. Read what God says about you. He says you are made in the image of God. He says that he knew you before he formed you in your mother's That's womb. Good. He says that you are his masterpiece. He he says that you come to him, you're a child of God. You're you chosen know, people. You're, I mean, there's so many. Priesthood. I mean, yeah. you know, you surrender your life to Jesus. You are in the bloodline of Jesus Christ. You know, you if are a child hanky, of the king. Yeah, you could just, you I'd know, just shout you down. Right I now. mean, that's serious. And you need to yeah. you need to study what the word says about you. Um, because there's power to heal in the word of God. He sent his word and he healed, healed them. them. That's in Psalms. And so um you need to understand that. So I'd say recognize it it happened hmm. but don't live there exactly i'm telling you you let bitterness grow a root in your heart it will only kill you and i'm just going to say it'll only injure you it won't injure the one whom whom you know abused you you know yeah you just need to 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 take it to the lord read his word let it heal you and 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 really go to a place of forgiveness and um, hmm. I don't say that lightly because uh, I can hear people say that sometimes. And I think, oh, okay, you don't know. <laughs> no, <laughs> You've exactly. never been there. But let me just tell you, you go there daily. It's a daily discipline. It is. I love it. Corey Ten Boom, who was, uh, wow, her whole family was, um, many of her family members murdered at the hand of, hand of Nazi Germany. Um, she spent, I mean, close to a year in a concentration camp hmm. in Germany. And I'm listening to one of her books right now, and she just talked about how bitterness had grown in her heart. Mm -hmm. And she found herself at a place where it was going to kill her. And she had the opportunity to shake the hand of one of the guards who Mm -hmm. beat her sister. And she said, I had a moment there of what was I going to do? And she, I love it. She says, I forced my body to extend out and to grab and to shake the hand and to say the words, I forgive you. She said, my feelings would follow my obedience. Oh, that's good. And I think that's what I'm saying to you. Just because you don't feel it doesn't mean you can't do it. Your feelings fall under the submission of your obedience. Obedience is always the formula to freedom. It's <laughs> yeah. all it is. I, I mean, I love it. Take captive every thought, every thought and make it obedient to Christ. Yeah. So uh, just because you don't feel it doesn't mean you're not going to act out in obedience. And sometimes it takes a daily or maybe even a moment by moment obedience. Your feelings will eventually follow your mm-hmm. obedience. I'm not saying it might take it might not take some time. 
But you go and you let God's word heal you and you take every thought, you make it obedient unto Christ. And That's you good. know that in the end, God has, it, it is, vengeance is his. Yep. It's not yours to repay. It's exactly. not yours to avenge. God will take care of every wrong. And so you just walk forward. Walk in freedom. Yes. Walk in, walk in the freedom that, that Christ has already purchased for you. In our response in this, this yeah, is maybe I mean, I, my favorite. I just favorite. think this is, we got to end on this. Our, our response, what do we do? Is to get loud. The enemy's uh, mission in life is to silence you. Yes. Is to, to, to kind of muzzle you. Because what do we read in Psalm chapter 8, 2? Um, Through the praises of children and infants, he has established a stronghold against the enemy. There is something miraculous that happens in our praise. There's something miraculous when we proclaim truth, when we yes. proclaim God's word. Because yes. God's word is truth. Your enemy or those who would abuse you, they want to silence you. They want to say, don't talk, be quiet. But God's desire for you is that you would show forth his praise. He's called us out of yeah. darkness into his wonderful light yes. to proclaim him. Yes. So get loud because we live in this cancel culture where the enemy is trying to, to, to a greater thing. The enemy is trying to, to silence the body of Christ. Yeah. So yep. get loud. Our praise yeah. exactly. is, is, is what's going to set the captive free. So we got to get loud. Yeah. And don't get loud about the abuse. That That's good. <laughs> Get loud and worship. I, I, I don't right. want anybody to hear, oh, okay, so I should get on social media and share what so-and-so no, so did to me? No, no. There's no freedom in that. You may feel good for the moment until you hit send, and then you think, what did I do? No, yeah. that that's not what I'm saying. There's no freedom in that. The freedom is when you proclaim that Jesus is Lord no matter what happens to yeah. you. When you praise him, this the enemy wants to silence your praise. You get loud about your praise. Uh, I was specifically going through a, a, a spiritually abusive situation. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, one, uh, one, one day I received a phone call from somebody that was it, 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 trying to silence me. And on the other line of the phone call, it said, yeah, I'm just not liking how loud you're being. I think it's time for you to be quiet. The Lord's mm. telling me Lord, to yeah. tell you to be quiet. Um, let me just tell you, the Lord doesn't need to tell somebody else to tell me to be quiet. We have a direct line of communication. Yeah. God has told me to be quiet at times. And then he has told me, this is rooftop time. Yes. And you need to be loud. And um, and so, uh, you know, immediately I thought, no, no, I'm going to get louder about who Jesus is. I'm going to get loud with my praise. That's good. And it, it was like, I mean, you know, I'm just telling you, that brought such joy to me oh, personally. Such you know, um, and I, I just think, you know, there is never a time to not be loud about your praise. Yeah. Um, now, if you're trying to be loud about other stuff, I that's just not what. what but we, if your we praise do. is offending someone, you can know this: that you are exposing the lies of the enemy. <laughs> you're, you know, you're, yeah. You're, David, what did he say? I'll get even more undignified than this. Exactly. You want to try to stop my praise? Jesus deserves it all. God deserves it all. Um, there's nothing that can silence my praise. Yeah. So even in our larger culture right now, let's not get louder about politics or what divides us. Let's get louder about the goodness of God in our lives, the Time grace of God up. in our lives. Yes. And let's just praise him. Yes. Let's just quote scripture. Yes. And um, we'll, we'll see the freedom that results from it. So. Absolutely. So here's the deal. If you've experienced spiritual abuse, if you've experienced church hurt, um, if you have a friend mm. who has, I hope this has been helpful. Um, really yeah. what I would just say is don't let 
what others have done to you keep you from what God has for you. Because what the enemy meant for harm, God's going to turn that. He's going to intend it for good. I'm just telling you, the greatest hurts in my life have become, I'm serious. And I I know that you might think, oh, you don't know. Let's sit down for a couple hours. I'll share it with you. The greatest hurts in my life have become the greatest sources of joy because I've seen God turn turn them into something I couldn't even believe. Yeah. Honestly, it still shocks me to this day that God can take what what the enemy meant to kill and he'll use it for the platform for his goodness. So, And just know this, there's no resurrection without the cross. <laughs> and church hurt may be the cross that God said, pick up and he's going to work resurrection. So. Yeah. So we love you. Stay involved in church. Expose it. Keep praising. (laughs) Let God do the healing um, and glorify him, not the details. That's what I would say. So can't wait to see you next time. Love you guys. We're praying for you. Have a great day. 